Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard baseball fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. My name is Tyler, aka T Plush, your host for the show. I'm a contributor for reviewing the brew for Fan Cited and one of the founders of the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, where you can find all the work we do on Twitter at trilogy underscore pod. Not joining me as always is Trevor, aka Sunshine Bender. He is busy this weekend, and our schedules were just too conflicting that I decided to go solo in on this one. So he will not be here to talk some Brewers baseball with me today. But the focus of the podcast today is going to be on the additional names that the Brewers announced in whom was going to be invited to Big League Camp. So there was quite the plethora of players that got announced late last week. Some of them you, you saw coming, and others are like, oh, okay, really? So we'll dive into those. We'll also review guys who currently already had an invite to camp that you may have forgot about from earlier this off season, and we'll just kind of see if there's anyone we think will make it out of camp or, or not, because, I mean, you never know. There are surprises every year. I mean, that's how Jesus Aguilar got on the big league club. G-Man Choi did it a couple years ago, so... There are, some, there are some surprising ones every now and then, but we'll just kind of dive in if we have a candidate that we like so far this year before any games are played. So, in review, players that already have signed a minor league contract with an invite to big league camp so far are players like Mike Morin, Tuffy Goosewitch, Logan Morrison, Shelby Miller, Keon Broxton, Andres Blanco, and then Jake Faria, who was DFA'd earlier this offseason, is technically invited to big league camp as well, even though he's not not a new player like the rest of these guys are. So looking at this short little list here, Mike Morin, he pitched well last year, but I think he's going to have to have a crazy good spring in order to kick someone off the 40-man roster and and earn a spot and I feel like even if he does pitch fairly well he might elect you know to go back into free agency and go with a team that's gonna start him in the big league club so because that is where he pitched last year and pitched quite well so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him there Tuffy Goosewitch is a catcher honestly I mean we have four catchers on the 40-man roster already and as I'll mention in a little bit, we invited another two to big league camp. I think this invites just to, you know, get another catcher down there so these other guys don't get overworked so much in spring training. And I, I can't see Goosewitch making it out of camp, especially seeing so he hasn't played in an MLB-level game since 2017. Logan Morrison, I could see this one happening. He If he has a big spring and... 
shows he can, you know, contribute at first base like he did a few years ago, he stands a pretty good shot. I mean, you take a look at his previous seasons and he can he can hit the home run ball. You go back to 2017, he hit 38 of them. <laughs> the guy can hit. It's just, you know, the average is typically not there. In fact, he's hit 200 or below the last couple years in limited sample sizes. But even for his career, I mean, a 239 hitter. But I think that's why the Brewers said, hey, we'll, we'll give you a shot and see how you play in spring. Otherwise, I think they'll be content rolling out with a Justin Smoke and Ryan Braun tandem at first if... Logan Morrison does not show much or any signs of life during March at all. Shelby Miller, he's back. <laughs> Didn't make it out of camp last year in the, at the major league level, and Brewers invited him back again. So you know, with the starting with the starters that we have, it's hard to see him. You know, even if he does perform well, again kicking someone off that forty man roster. So. I'd say odds are he's he's not going to make it again for the second year in a row. Kian Broxton, another invite. Again, super tough with him due to the crowded outfield that the Brewers have currently. In fact, I recently read an article on the Brewers website that said they have the best outfield in the National League Central, which really isn't that surprising. But it is very deep, especially you know when you think Braun and Gamble could be primary you know, backups, I guess, per se, in this outfield um, with the addition of Avisel Garcia this offseason, who who has a strong throwing arm and is a pretty good hitter. So it'll be interesting to see how the outfield gets, gets uh, reps and who gets playing time, but it's hard to imagine Broxton making the club. It, it would be cool to see him, you know, stay with the Brewers if he doesn't make make it out of camp and, you know, gets him at bats at AAA and the Brewers need him if an injury happens or something like that. Then they can bring him up because, he's you know, his defense is solid and he's always been, been one of the favorites in Milwaukee anyway for the time that he's been here. Andres Blanco, he actually was invited to big league camp in 2018 with the Brewers and then was not invited back last year in 2019, but bringing him back for 2020, uh, yeah, can't see that one happening either. And then Jake Faria is one of the more interesting ones. Obviously, he got DFA'd. Can't remember for exactly what move. It might have been when we signed Jed Jerko. Faria got the short end of the stick, cleared through waivers, nobody claimed him, and now is invited to big league camp again, and it's a guy you root for, really. I mean, he had a tremendous rookie season in 2017. He was a starter at that time, threw 86 innings, had a 3-4-3 ERA, uh, and this is again when he was with the Rays, and then 2018, he he battled injuries, had an oblique injury, and I believe he had some shoulder issues as well, but only made 12 starts that year, only through 65 innings, 5.40 ERA. So they kind of the race kind of chalked that one up as you know you were hurt and health was a concern that year. So they gave him a shot again in 2019. Started the year off and spent most of it in AAA in the Rays organization before being traded to the Brewers. But again, only through 18 major league innings last year and 
it just wasn't really good as a brewer in his you know his eight whole innings he had 11.42 era so that many gave up 11 runs in those eight innings and for a guy who is primarily a fastball split finger changeup guy you got to be on with your pitches that that kind of screams more reliever to me rather than starting pitcher i mean granted he does does throw a slider, but if you're looking at baseball savant statistics, that four seamers at 60% of the time, split finger 27, and then slider 11%. So that's that just screams reliever to me. And if you're a reliever and your second primary pitch is going to be that split finger, it's it's got to be a good one. And we've seen you know Junior Guerra in the past struggle with command and just being able to throw that pitch and really split finger pitchers all around the MLB struggled with the juice baseballs last year. So Maybe that plays a factor, but you know, then again, maybe it's just history telling us that these guys, they seem to struggle more so than any other pitchers out there. And for Faria, he's out of options now in the 2020 season. So if he ever does get called up onto the 40-man roster and is on the on the active MLB level, he has to clear waivers again before being sent down, which, yeah, sure, he did it this offseason, but you never know if if that's going to happen again or if, you know, the Brewers might still try to trade him, you know, by trade him this season while people still think he has some potential left out there, you know, due to the injuries and his strong rookie season, as I mentioned earlier. But, you know, when it comes to him making it out of big league camp, my gut instinct says no. I mean, we have... As I mentioned on the last podcast, 16 potential pitchers who are competing for spots in this bullpen, and I don't think Faria's gonna gonna make the cut. Now, other guys that were just announced the, that the Brewers did this last week, we'll go through them here. Lucas Urseg, third baseman, it's his second invite. Catcher Mario Felicio, catcher Peyton Henry, it's his second invite. Left-handed pitcher Clayton Andrews, right-handed pitcher Zach Brown, it's his second invite. Right-handed pitcher Thomas Jenkins, right-handed pitcher Drew Rasmussen, right-handed pitcher Miguel Sanchez, that's his second invite. Left-handed pitcher Ethan Small, and then right-handed pitcher Aaron Wilkerson. So we'll start at the top here in Lucas Urseg. Second invite, he obviously had a very disappointing season last year in AAA, but I think the Brewers, this is kind of a confidence boost for him to be re-invited to camp, right? Because as a third baseman, that position isn't set in stone at the major league level. Sure, we're all hoping, at least I am, that Jerko runs away with it and can produce, but right now it's scratched up to be a platoon between, you know, throwing Healy in there, maybe a little bit of Sogard, etc., but if Lucas Urseg all of a sudden comes out and has a crazy good spring and is hot and has some momentum and say he makes the club and starts contributing and has a really good April, he could easily win that job. Or he could have a mediocre spring and start in AAA and we might never hear from him again. So <laughs> this spring is really important for him. And for a guy who was a second round pick quite a few years ago, he needs to start delivering some results. So this very well could be the last spring training we see Lucas Urseg as an invite to big league camp, and I'm rooting for him. He is, he's got a crazy, darkish history. If you're not sure, look it up, but he's a guy you have to root for, I think. 
Next on the list, we have our two catchers. So I just wanted to focus on Peyton Henry a little bit. We did a prospect podcast on him earlier this offseason. So if you want to know more about him, go check that out. But he's he's a great guy. He was he is lower in the minor league ranks than Mario Felicio. But between these two guys, they're two crazy good hitters. I mean, you look at Felicio, he was the 2019 Carolina League MVP hit 19 home runs, slugged 477, 81 RBIs, and man, that's that's promising for a 21-year-old. So, honestly, either one of these guys, you know, when you look at Pena's current contract, he's got one more year left guaranteed with the Brewers. It could be one of these two coming up for the 2021 season if they decide to part ways or if things with Narvaez doesn't work out. So, while I don't think the spring training is make or break for any of these two, it is important for them to get experience, get some camaraderie with the Brewer pitchers, and show to the show to Craig Council and the other managers or coaches that, hey, when we're needed, we can come and help out here, and we will not be afraid to step up into the moment. Clayton Andrews is a left-handed pitcher. Actually, technically, he is a two-way player. So again, we did a prospect podcast on him as well, <laughs> and Trevor made fun of me, but I mean, I think he's actually shorter than Jose Altuve. He's 5'6". He's not like an overpowering pitcher, but I mean, just think about that that angle. It's got to look like all his fastballs are rising when he throws them high in the zone um, from his release point. So he, he's technically more, more, I guess, of a pitcher, you could say. That's what he's listed here as anyway, but he can hit the ball. So maybe not quite to the extent like uh, Michael Lorenzen, you think of the Reds, who is one of one of a good two-way player in the National League. But it is certainly interesting to, you know, see him get an invite to big league camp and, you know, with the versatility that he would provide a big league club, that would that'd be awesome if he ever does pan out. Right-handed pitcher Zach Brown, his second invite. Again, I think this is a this is a big year for him. He struggled last year in AAA despite being one of our top prospects in the top 30 and people are expecting big things from him and to get a internal starter who could come up and then we could you know have under club control and who could eat up a lot of innings and be solid besides besides Woody would be awesome but Zach Brown just hasn't proved it yet so getting some reps with the the big guys and getting to pitch against some really good competition should be good for him and I, I don't see him breaking camp on the 40-man roster but if he has a, a big year in AAA we could easily see him at some point during the season Drew Rasmussen is another guy I want to touch on. He is a former first round or sixth round pick, excuse me, for the Brewers. He was a first round pick originally with the Tampa Bay Rays, but due to Tommy John surgery and some like weird pre and post draft MRIs, the Rays were like, eh, we don't want him anymore. So the Brewers ended up getting him well after that. And I mean, the guy, his college stats are elite. He pitched really well in the minors last year. And a lot of Brewer fans are high on him, so it's awesome to see him get this first invite. And if you had to like rank pitchers in like pecking orders, I I actually would put Rasmussen ahead of Zach Brown. Um, you know, in terms of like order, you might see guys um, just based off what we've seen so far. Ethan Small is another guy. I know a lot of Brewer fans are pretty familiar with him, where he's our first round pick this last year and really did quite well with the Timber Rattlers through only 18 innings because he was on a 
innings restriction or limit, I guess you could call, because he did pitch that entire year for Ole Miss as well, but racked up some pretty good statistics in those 18 innings, struck out 31 batters, only gave up 11 hits, ERA of 1.0, and Trevor and I actually got the honor of going to watch his first start as a T-Rat, and I mean, you can just tell that this guy's He's going to be something special. He was calm. He was collected. He did a really good job of mixing up the timing of his delivery, you know, holding that leg kick a little bit longer, sometimes shorter, keeping hitters off balance because at least at the the radar gun at the Tim Brattler Stadium, his stuff wasn't overpowering, you know, it was low 90s fastballs. He he threw a, like a low 70s off-speed pitch in there. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that big of a, a drop in miles per hour, plus, you know, you're mixing up your delivery. I mean, the guy has it figured out. So you look at other players in years previous who have been invited to big league camp after not even a full minor league season. The last one was Keston here in 2018, and he obviously got his first chance in the big leagues in 2019 and is getting his first full season fully in 2020 here. So if you follow that track record, Ethan Small, 2021, should get some cracks at it, hopefully contributing fully by 2022. If he follows that same track, obviously that would be ideal and Brewer fans are expecting him to progress quickly through the minor things, how he pitched for four years in college. All right, but I think that will do it for me today. Just a kind of fun little way to go through all these roster invites to big league camp. And hey, it's February now. We will have baseball games played this month. You guys should be getting exciting. Pitchers and catchers report in less than two weeks. So, holy cow. The time is flying by. It is ready to get out your sunflower seeds. It is ready to get out your bubble gum. Maybe dust off your mitt, play a little catch. Baseball season will be here before you know it. And I am more than excited to get ready to start podcasting and covering some actual games. So, until next time, I will talk to you later. Fans. <laughs>